0: Hello and welcome to the Shiny Bees Podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host Jo Milmine and this is episode 45, Short Row Variations and Summer Knitting Patterns. Yarns is the home of 100% pure natural British yarns, products and patterns. If you're interested in expanding your yarny horizons to explore different sheep breed yarns, check out blackyarns.co.uk for British and specialist and rare breed yarn. Hello and welcome to the show. Today is Monday the 4th of May 2015. How are you all? I hope you're well since the last time I spoke to you and you enjoyed a little bit of summer knitting yarn enabling in the previous episode. In today's episode what have we got for you? Well, there is a little bit of news, I'll announce the winner of the giveaway for a skin full miser from episode 43 and another small but humorous giveaway for you in this episode. There will also be Enablers Corner where we'll be talking about a few patterns suggestions for you to consider with your summer knitting yarns we talked about in the last episode and there will be the return of the sock surgery with the wonderful claire divine who will be talking about variations on short row heels to bring the rest of our april month of socks and um, bang up to date ready for the next month so grab your knitting and a beverage of your choice i'm on water so rock and roll And let's crack on with the show. So moving on to the news. First of all, I must say thank you very much to everyone that's got in touch since the last podcast. It's been lovely to hear from you. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And if you're a new listener, come in, sit down, put your feet up, grab yourself a slice of cake and I hope you'll enjoy what you find here. So first of all, we're going to give away some yarn because that makes me very happy. And thank you to everyone that has got into um, sorry entered rather. We've done the thank you for getting in touch, uh, entered the giveaway to win a skein of Volmiser in episode forty-three. That giveaway closed yesterday, and I have already super efficiently done the random number generator of Good Fortune, sponsored by our favourite random number generator, random.org. And the winner was number 66, who is Mfids and on Ravelry, and she is Madeline Madeline from Alberta. Congratulations to you. If you can PM me your address, please, I will get that in the post to you this week. Uh, quite a new listener to the show, um, but we don't judge anyone on how long they've listened here. Thank you very much for listening, and uh, thank you to everyone who took the time to give me feedback on what you enjoy most about the show uh so that I can plan more of it in. It's it's been a real mix of what people like, which has been interesting. I thought there would be some obvious favourites, but um different people seem to like different things, which is good. There are going to be some more exciting plans in the work for later in the year for features, etc., and working with different podcasters, which I'm hoping you'll find uh to be fun as well. And uh hopefully we'll uh, keep keep the fringe knitting patterns going and the enabling i'm sure will keep going the enabling is far easier comes far more naturally than the pattern pick that's a sort of a very organic thing it gets sparked by some random saying or something and um and that will spark the pattern pick just it is a lot of what is in the show is quite organic to be honest Um, But what I might do is uh, go off to the Ravelry group and open a thread for random knitting patterns that you all find. Because I get a lot of emails, somewhat surprisingly, a lot of emails of random knitting patterns, which I absolutely love. But I feel like I'm keeping them all to myself and that maybe you guys might need that too. You know, if you're having a bit of a rubbish day at work and you just think, you know what, I have had enough. You go on to Ravelry, go into the random knitting Uh, patterns thread and just have a little browse give yourself a bit of a giggle in fact there's got to be a calendar in there hasn't there like a 365 day calendar of random knitting patterns um that's a whole other projects 365 so yeah thank you um to everyone that, that did pass on their feedback, I really do appreciate it and I do listen to, to what you have to say. And thank you to all of you that were very kind to me and said nice things in that thread. It wasn't my intention to get a lot of love, but I got it anyway and I am very grateful for it. It made me smile, so thank you very much. Um, In True Joe style, of course I've got another giveaway for you because giveaways make us happy. And this is a bit of a random uh one, uh, a little bit comedy, but hopefully someone will like it. Um, and I have the yarn and pattern for a knitted Shaun the Sheep to give away. Now this was a gift at Pod Retreat this year. And for those of you that have listened to it, it was a rather emotional time um, in my life. And um, more chiefly in, in the life of the car, to be quite honest. And um, I wouldn't say that the yarn is cursed or anything by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I'm just simply never going to get a chance to knit this shawn the sheep now it's rowing yarn so it's a reasonably nice uh, yarn to be working with it's it's merino it's not acrylic or anything and it comes with the pattern and because i'm nice i'll even sew a little project bag for you to keep your shawn the sheep knitting in whilst you're doing it um it would be good this time of year there's loads of lambs in the fields and um it's good for little kiddies to play with and stuff so i thought i would just share the love and release it from the Yarn Vault into the world. So I will open a thread on Ravelry. And if you want to enter, just go over there. And uh, and comment in the thread about anything you like, really. Favourite sheep breed? That'll do, won't it? And, um, and there'll be a winner drawn at random in uh, two weeks' time for that. So that's a giveaway for a little Shaun the Sheep kit. Awesome. Final bit of news for you. And it's kind of news but not. What I'm going to tell you about it, the news I do have about it, and hopefully there will be some more detail released at some point soon regarding this. But Highland Wool Festival is going to be taking place at the Dingwall Auction Mart. This is in Northern Scotland, and it will be taking place on Saturday, the twenty third of May, twenty fifteen. Now, unfortunately, they've just cancelled all of the classes due to lack of interest. but all of the exhibitors are still going to be there. I didn't go last year, but I have it on good authority that from the people that went, that there were some really good exhibitors there. I do know that Helen Lockhart of Ripples Crafts is going to be exhibiting there because that's basically her, as near as to her backyard as you're going to get really in terms of fiber festivals. If you're not familiar with Ripples Crafts yarns, um. Helen is a dyer, hand dyer, who lives in Lochinvar in the Highlands of Scotland. And she does some beautiful, beautiful colourways, some quite highly coloured colourways that are very heavily influenced by the landscape and the beauty of Lochinvar um, and the surrounding area, really. She has her own dye technique that she's developed called Ascent Storms, which produces the most wonderful colourways. um her, it is deadly it's another one of these updates that you just want to avoid because um it just gets expensive otherwise <laughs> and uh one of her, her colours that she does that is one of my favourites is called a twist of um twist of lime and it's, it's basically be- based on gin um or the lime in the gin anyway um But yeah, she is www.ripplescrafts.com, I believe. I'll put a link in the show notes. So if you can't make it to Dingwall Auction Mart on the 23rd of May, then I would consider, if I were you, hopping over to Ripple's Crafts and giving her a good look. And um, Claire actually recently designed some sock patterns for the Ascent Storm's dyeing technique because it's very short colour change dye technique. It can be... It needs to be matched very carefully to the project, and she she's designed a couple of patterns, slipped, and there's another one that's escaped me. I will link to those in the show notes and put a picture in for you. But one of them is slipped, the one that always that that I remember, Um S L I P T. And um, she developed those with Helen for a special Edinburgh Yarn Festival colourway that Helen did. Um, she worked with her on that, so go over there and have a look. unfortunately there is no exhibitor list yet hearing no slight annoyance in the voice whatsoever there um, for Highland Wool Festival so I can't tell you who else is going to be there I am going to try and go along, it's about an hour and fifteen from where I live uh, provided I can get someone to mind the uh, Mill Munchkins because I'm not sure I really need them running around a wool festival it could all get a little bit too exciting hopefully I'll not in the next couple of weeks uh, whether i will be able to make it along to that um but if you're going to be in the area if you're on your holidays or you can make it um as i said last year the exhibitor list was pretty impressive so um as soon as i know who's going to be going um i will share that around so that if you follow me on social media you will get it and i will link to it in the show notes when it comes out um but it's not a great deal of time away now so they need to get on it really Um, but yeah that is Highland Wool Festival Dingwall Auction Mart so I think it's time to go on to Enabler's Corner so following on from the review last week of the Black Yarns Leoness the new yarn that was launched on Friday the 1st of May to rapturous applause, it would seem. It's pretty much sold out already, I think. And, of course, the other fibres that I talked about in the last episode. uh, Cotton, bamboo, and there was a bit about linen as well. If you're going to be using those for your summer knitting and you're looking to move away from the wool a little bit, but you still want to get your knit on and create some garments that are going to be suitable for the warmer weather. It seemed remiss of me not to do some sort of pattern round-up Um not a comedy one this time this is deadly serious uh, to give you a few ideas of uh, what you could knit with uh, your summer knitting yarns and essentially this is Jo's wish list. if I had lots of time to knit this or a small army of umpa Loompas knitting for me and um, I would I would get them to make all of these so we'll start off at the top with uh, the Linum T by Bristol Ivy. This was published in Knit Scene in March 2014 and it is a pattern for a linen t-shirt uh, which is quite loose fitting and it has a kind of wide boat neck at the top with the shoulders coming to just off the shoulder. Uh, so it's quite a square looking garment. The top couple of inches around the neck and shoulder are in uh, lace And then the rest of it is in stockinette stitch. It's got a quite a loose fit as I mentioned and there's plenty of drape in the pattern It looks like it'd be quite flattering if you've got a little bit of a tummy it would probably hide that um, Look brilliant if you have wide shoulders, I think, because it would you could just extend it a little bit and have it hanging from that. If you chose the uh, the right sort of yarn for the job, uh, it, it could have quite look quite nice. So, that one is the Linum Tea by Bristol Ivy. The next one is Camellia Tea by Play Sweet Music Designs. This is a paid for pattern, it's 36 kroner. And it is a pattern for a really loose sort of throw-over t-shirt. And it's done in stocking stitch, but it has panels on the body. Not on the body, sorry. It has lace panels on the sleeves. The body is stocking stitch, and then it has lace panels on the sleeves. So if you like the... Is it Old Romance Cardigan? I think it's a Hohe Locatelli design. If you like that look of the lace panel on the arms... Um, then this could be a good option for you because it's got quite a similar aesthetic to that. Albeit it isn't a cardigan, it is a t-shirt. The next one I have is Nachtfalter by Stephanie Polmeyer. This was published in Holonitz in the Spring Summer 2013 ebook. This, again, is another loose t-shirt and at the top, it has uh, lace panels on the front and the back. So the, the whole top of... Sort of to, from the top of the neck to the waist is a big kind of lace panels design, if you will. Vertical sort of looking panels, matching design on the front and back. And then below that, it becomes very fitted and it is a, it's a ribbed pattern. So it's very fitted from the hips up to the waist and then it sort of blooms out a little bit and is loose on the top. Um, if you've got a tiny waist, it's going to look great on you. If you've got plenty of hips going on, it's probably going to look good as well. Um, and if you've got a big boss, it's not necessarily going to be massively accentuating that, I don't think. Although it's not something I massively have a problem with myself. <laughs> um, the next one, moving swiftly on before I dig any holes whatsoever, is the Siesta Tea by Nicole Montgomery. This is 5 99 US. Uh, for a Dolman style t-shirt. It's knitted in one piece and it has a boat neck and it's basically an open sort of mesh work stitch over the whole front and back so it would be perfect for a sort of lazy throw on at the beach. If you've got a vest underneath you could throw it over just to give you a bit of warmth um, in the evening but it's cool enough that it lets a bit of breeze through uh, through the mesh during the day. Another one I have for you. Um, This is a four ply, the others have all been DK Um, A four ply one is August Sky by Maria Olsen This is a brand new pattern, it's only come out this month and it is for a sweater The sweater is um, $6 US, it's a paid for pattern and it is all done in eyelet lace throughout uh, with three quarter length sleeves Again, really nice, you could do it in a nice bold colour Nice white uh, vest underneath or white t-shirt. I think it would look really cool. Other patterns that you're probably going to want to have a look at. Come courtesy of Pom Pom Quarterly somewhat unsurprisingly. Uh, the first one of which is Water Lily by Megan Fernandez. Um, pretty prolific pattern now. It was released in issue 8 which was spring 2014. And it is on about 270 projects now it is a again another t-shirt with a stocking stitch body and then a lace sort of patterned yoke if you will or top from just above that the top bust measurement upwards and again that could look really good in uh, one of these light summer yarns and just out in the, the last week or so is um the preview for issue 13 which is summer 2015 and in that one, the one that caught my eye in particular, is Talavera by or Tala by Amanda B. Collins. This was originally knit in a baby camel and silk blend, but I think it could look really good in uh, something with a little bamboo, maybe. And it is another t-shirt, but it's completely lace um, all the way over, front and back, with a sort of mock kind of funnel neck, but a very wide one, so it kind of drapes loosely and the entire t-shirt is uh, is knitted with uh, quite a bit of positive ease Um so again another light and airy pattern uh, for a bit of summer knitting i have concentrated more on on the tops in general because i don't think that summer knitting should be restricted just to shawls and um, lovely as they are i think you need to kind of expand your horizons a little bit when it comes to uh, to your knitting and there's nothing wrong with trying garments in different fibers in plant fibers wearing garments in summer it's not warm all the time everywhere and it's certainly not warm all the time in the uk in uh, summer and these are the kind of things that could get quite a lot of use potentially and you can layer up with other things underneath them to increase the heat if, if needs be so i've kept I've purposely kept away from the shawls and towards the garments this one because if you're going to knit something have a good go at it you know you're going to try something new commit to something reasonably large project wise so you really get a feel for working with those different fibers so that was my little roundup of suggestions of patterns for um summer knitting uh in terms of garments and suggestions of what you could use your cotton bamboo and linen yarns for If you have any suggestions, please pop over to the group in Ravelry and uh, start pattern enabling for all of us who are planning our summer knitting and share your ideas with us. It would be great to hear from you. So, on to the sock surgery. Leoness was developed by Sonia at Blacker Yarns and was born out of her love of working with linen yarn. Linen provides a set of characteristics as unique as those of wool. It is durable, cool and most importantly from a knitter's perspective, retains its block wonderfully making it ideal for lace projects. When thinking about expanding the black yarns range, Sonia was interested in creating a lighter, breathable yarn for summer projects. After spending a few too many afternoons knitting massive woolly jumpers on the beach, something clicked and she decided to create a yarn which combines the best characteristics of wool and linen. Leoness is not only ideal for wearing in the summer but also a perfect way to continue crafting all summer long. At Blacker Yarns, British yarn is close to their hearts so they really wanted to create a British alternative to a pure cotton or linen blend. Leoness is available at www.blackeryarns.co.uk Head on over to bag your yarn in 5 sumptuous shades and a neutral and enjoy making shawls, cardigans, and more with Leoness this summer. Okay, so I am delighted to welcome back Claire again to the sock surgery. And this week, following on from her intro to short rows, uh, she's going to be talking about short row variations. So, welcome to the show, Claire.
1: Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. And you? I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Just looking down at my very lovely stripy sock. I'm still quite obsessed with my um, seaside stripes that we talked about in the in the stripy episode anyway it's not got anything to do with short rows but I thought I'd just let you know you know (laughs) I like to keep people updated on my stripy exploits right um so short row heels so after we did our um sort of whistle stop tour around various short row methods I've been thinking a little bit more about variations on the short row and I always think of variations on the short row as the garter stitch short row heel which I love for a number of reasons one because it's got squishy, squishy garter stitch which I know probably makes your skin crawl Joe. Um, you also don't have to pick up any wraps which really makes me happy because wraps and turns aren't my favorite thing but they can be quite um sort of shallow and a lot of people struggle with fit so I started to think about variations that really helped with fit And I found a couple, well, I have actually found three, that's a South African couple, because we don't really do couples in twos. Um, And I thought I'd just talk about those quickly on the the podcast today. So as always, the uh, blog will be full of all the links and tutorials, because I can't explain everything in words. Um, And it's always helpful to have lots of extra resources. So the first one is actually um, the first sock I ever knitted, which is the boomerang heel. And it's uh, very similar to a normal short row heel. So you you do your widening, sorry, your narrowing of your heel. And then what you do is this boomerang round, which fixes all the wraps uh, and deals with all the short rows. It sort of reconnects the sock in the round and really avoids that hole at the edges. And it's a really interesting in construction so i would definitely recommend giving it a try if you like short row heels and you want something a little different there's two patterns that i would really recommend though unfortunately the lady is not selling them to the eu at the moment and due to the vat restrictions but that's going to change on the first of june and um the patterns are are really really nice so the one is day long socks both ways which is quite a sort of plain universal sock and that was the first sock i ever knitted but the one that i'm really keen to recommend to people is called burning stripes and it's just really fun it uses this boomerang technique and it also has sort of an interesting striping um pattern with an interesting sort of seam i don't know if you've seen it joe it was knitted quite heavily in the South african group at one stage do you recall
0: i can't no. remember it
1: okay that's fine anyway i'll link to that so those are two and that's a slight variation on the short row heel with that extra boomerang round really helps with reducing the holes at the edges which some people really struggle with short row heels now the other two are quite different they're still short row heels essentially but they do sort of vary in their construction. I'll just give a brief overview because obviously I can't go into the exact details of the construction because that's kind of giving away the secret sauce. The first one is the hugely popular fish lips kiss heel. Have you knitted this one, Jo?
0: I've not, but I've heard a lot of people um, say they like it. I know um, Spin Cake Amy really liked it, but it was
1: more that um, I can't really say it without tripping over my words. <laughs> Well, I suppose that's a reason not to knit it. I haven't listed it either, but um, I have heard lots of good things about it. And there's almost 4,000 projects on Ravelry. And I do kind of think that if it was rubbish, there wouldn't be 4,000 projects on Ravelry. So I definitely think it's worth looking into. It's a um, dollar or $1.20 for us that have to pay EU VAT, that, But that's about 80p, so it's not really going to break the bank. And I've had a, another look through it this morning, and it's got 16 pages of really good detailed photographs, detailed explanations, lots of information in there about getting a good fit as well. Um, there's sort of a, a, a model, a, a cutout that you can create of the person's foot. And um, socks Therapist goes through the sort of construction in great detail, and lots of people have been raving about it. So I think it's definitely worth checking out if you want a variation on short rows. Um, according to her, there are no wraps, no picking up stitches, no maths, no counting. Um, so the the sell is really good on it. So I, I'd love to know what people think. And then the other one is a cat bordie. Now, I know Joe is a big fan of cat Body's method for picking up wraps. This is the sweet tomato heel, Um, which is a a Cat body sort of heel invention. And again, it's a short row heel knit in three wedges. So it has a sort of a slightly different shaping and structure to it than the normal short row heel, which is almost in a a sense a sort of wedge because you go in and narrow and then out and widen. So Cat Bordy has a really good uh, YouTube tutorial video. And then she has an exceptionally good book um, with lots of details in it and 16 sock patterns so that is available Um, I'll put the link up it's available via pattern fish which again I think is probably to do with EU VAT um, and roll on the 1st of June when everything goes back to normal on Ravelry it's all I can say about that so those are my three variations the boomerang heel which is very similar to a normal short row the fish lips kiss heel uh, which is uh, been raved about all over the place, and Sweet Tomato Heel, which has three little wedges and is by Kat Bordy, and she's excellent, so definitely worth a look.
0: Brilliant. Thanks very much for that, Claire. No worries. Well, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for this week. I don't think Bose is happy about that. I hope you've all enjoyed the show and you've picked up a few tips for your summer knitting or your short row heels. I did remember the, the, the project Claire mentioned. Once I saw the picture, I was like, oh yeah, those those socks, those ones. Um, they are an awesome, it is an awesome pattern, the burning stripes pattern. Um, but yeah, I hope you all enjoyed your time with me this week and I hope you'll all have a great week. Happy crafting and I'll speak to you all again soon. Bye. Into the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy, and yarn in equally large measures. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can do so via the blog, or I'm Shiny Bees on Ravelry, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and Facebook. You can email me at shinybeesinfo at gmail.com. Music for this episode is provided via Music Alley, and it is Adam and the Walter Boys, and I Need a Drink. I Need a Drink.